This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Friday edition of Football Friday uh, here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon, myself, with you for the next two hours. We are jam-packed on a Friday. We're going to try our darndest to squeeze some baseball in to the conversation, but our first segment's going to be abbreviated today uh, because Paul Allen, who is brought to us each and every Friday by our friends at Mr. Executive. Mr. Executive, don't wait any longer. Learn more about hair replacement and what options you have. Call Mr. Executive 274-4049. Uh, with uh, the Vikes playing on Monday night, uh, Friday is kind of a Thursday for PA, so his schedule's all up in arms. Only window we could get to get PA today was right off the bat, so we will. Then we'll go to Vegas with Jason Symbol. Trent, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the sports gods giveth, they can taketh away. And if you got lucky and had the Chiefs last night and you were holding a Tampa Bay ticket last night, I know you were right on the under, by the way. Nice call on your part. It, was, you. it flew under the under. At no point, did, if you had an under ticket, did you think you were in deep water? In fact, you were feeling pretty good all game long, and those are few and far between, right? Yes. When you make a bet. Especially you, totals. You know, sure. Things can change in a hurry. I think probably be but 9 out of 10 bets that you make, at least at some point in that game, you got there's a little apprehension. Oh, boy, this isn't going my way. But right. the last night was a laugher. So it's, it's 16 to 14. There's 2 and 9 left in the football game. Tampa's defense playing pretty well. You can onside kick, or you can kick the ball down the field and leave it up to your defense. You have one timeout. Um, onside kick was the was the road that uh, that they took. Cutter and company decided that's what they wanted to do. Brady gets a first down. Yeah, the game is over. Right, because they're out of timeouts. Brady didn't get a first down. Guskowski kicks a forty-eight yarder, and now you're forced to go down the field to get a touchdown as opposed to you know kick the ball down the field, get a stop. Get the punt back. It was just it was just one of those things where everything lined up incorrectly if you were holding Tampa a Tampa ticket. Well, and it's also very important to shop for the best price because there were some four and five, four and a halfs hanging out there late in the late in the game there because the number went down when Gronkowski was ruled yep. out. It took yep. a significant plunge downward. So shopping always important when you're making yes. bets and uh, getting the price up or the right get way. it if you would have got the ticket yesterday morning or Thursday mm-hmm. after you probably would have got your six points and yep. been home free. But that's a great point. Sports betting is so much fun. It is. It's it's absolutely <laughs> great. But that decision. Do you know what? What the percentage chance of a getting, of getting an onside kick? No, it's low. I don't know the twenty five percent. I wouldn't think it's that high. Not even that. High. I would. I was going to say somewhere in the teens. Okay. That I don't team, know. Yeah, and it's probably a number. We'll we'll do a little research here, mm-hmm. maybe for later in the show. But say it's twenty percent, one out of five. I would take that shot over Tom Brady not getting a first down. Yeah, would you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him, his, him with the football at their own 25-yard line. But if he gets a first down, the game's over because game's Tampa over. couldn't have stopped the clock. But it, and but it was I think it his, was perfect storm if, if you had a Tampa ticket against you. I think the percentage has got to be better than that, that he gets a first down. In well, yeah, Tampa's I, defense, they were they had they been were. held to 16 points at yes. that time. And Nick Folk, if he could do what he's paid to do, for crying out loud, as we see the end of his career. And look, he had a long career, yeah, almost yeah. 10 years in the league. I looked it up last night when he was... Um, He'll cash a pension check. Oh, absolutely. I think it's three years and you get a pension check. So, anyways, baseball yesterday, Trent, it was, um, you know, I mean, Altuve was clearly the story, unbelievable. And then last night it was uh, Trevor Bauer and, and those.
those Indians, mm-hmm. Bauer was really, really good last night. He was. And there was the question, why do you do that? It's Kluber. Now you right got him there. tonight. Now you have him tonight. Yeah. And you have him in game five on regular rest. Right. Need be. You know, things do go south here. So, again, Tony uh, Terry Francona looks like a genius. Seems he like does. everything he touches turns to gold. I just night. think it's their year, Trent. Yeah. I, I just think it's their year, and that last night was one of those decisions that just uh, solidifies my take that it is their year is kind of how I see it. So we'll uh, we'll we'll squeeze some baseball in. Paul Allen, Jason Sybil, Bama Bob's going to be here. We'll get our last look. I guess uh, Dylan Monts will lead off the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, big story uh, percolating out there. Here's how you judge Cyclone Fanatic over the years, right? And because they've got a ton of moderators, and yeah. if there's it, again, rumors uh, th- start on message boards a lot, all the time. And if there is one that's quickly shot down or is just so outlandish, they lock the thread instantly. The Jacob Park suspension thread is now up to twenty pages. Started yesterday morning, right? I, and and really caught fire during our show. And, yeah. you know, I'm not a message board during our show, but maybe we should have been right. uh, yesterday because that was out there. But uh, it, it does seem, and again, we're talking about Iowa State, when they do see that smoke, there's usually fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob Park may or may not play. If I had to guess right now, I would say that, uh, that whoever was the one that originally posted it, uh, he's going to be proven right that uh, Jacob Park is not going to play in the game. Now, they're going to go with the redshirt senior, allegedly, which doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, this kid's never going to play again. Kyle Kempft, mm-hmm. um, he hasn't thrown a pass. This is his fifth year at Iowa State, never thrown a pass. Give the young kid Zeb Nolan an opportunity to play the play the entire game. Look, you're going to get crushed anyway. Whether yes. Jacob Park plays, whether Seneca Wallace all of a sudden finds some eligibility, you're going to get crushed Aaron tomorrow. Aaron, right, and it's still going to get loose. Yeah. Well, he make it close. Be close. Uh, but play the kid. Why? Why would you not play Zeb Nolan? I don't. I don't. It doesn't make a lick of sense. If if this is going the route that it looks like it is, Park suspended for the game. You got Oklahoma on the road. Right. Oklahoma. You got this redshirt freshman that a lot of people who think, you lo- they yes. they sung his praises last August before he yes, got absolutely. hurt and was out for the year and forced to take that redshirt. Is it that he's slow to come back from injury? You wouldn't think so. We haven't heard that. Yeah, I, haven't. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of spitballing here because it doesn't make a lick of sense to go with a senior that has never played before, mm-hmm. a walk-on kid, and to give him his first shot at Oklahoma as a red a fifth-year senior. Or a kid that has a future in your program. Right, at least you'd like to think. You give it to the kid. I know I would. I know I would. It doesn't make any sense to me. So Dillamont's will get more on that. Maybe by then the, the story will have been confirmed. Um, and I don't know what time Iowa State is scheduled to leave, to fly to, uh, to Oklahoma today. I tried to get John uh, Walters on during Jimmy B and TC in the 4 o'clock hour, and he said he wasn't available. So they'll be in the air, he said, at that time. Well, so we'll late see. Late afternoon, probably 3.30, maybe leave, something like that. If the quarterback is suspended, does he get on the airplane? I find that hard to believe that they would take him out there if he's suspended. So not that anybody's going to stake out the plane, whether he goes or whether he doesn't. <laughs> well, Bertie's no, already down there. Yeah, so. sounds like it. We'll take a break. We'll get Paul Allen. Coming up next, we'll take a peek at uh, Monday night's game. Then uh, in that same segment, we'll go out to Vegas, get Jason Sybil inside the numbers with Jason. Bama Bob will be here. Decent week of college football. A couple of games in the Big 12 have caught my attention. Uh, we'll talk about those. It's a busy show. It's a Friday on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2 on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme V V-Plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme V V-Plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Shuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames or shulinghitch.com. EBC Tonight, Once Upon a Time Returns, on its new night, Fridays. Are you Henry Mills? Your family needs you. The legend of good versus evil is reborn. With new worlds, new characters. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Cinderella? As a new book opens. Where are we going? To live our story. The season premiere of Once Upon a Time. Tonight at 7, followed by Marvel's Inhumans and Local 5 News at 10. And then, it's time for Friday Night Blitz. There's a packed house in Monroe tonight. Another great night for football. Sports director John Schaefer and the Local 5 sports team break down the matchups. Telling your stories on and off the football field. Forcing the fumble Mustangs all over it. Highlighting action and bringing you interactive analysis of over 15 high school games. Hashtag Local 5 Blitz. Or use our Snapchat filter to join the conversation on Friday Night Blitz. Tonight at 1035 on Local 5. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Special Olympics Iowa will host the annual West Des Moines Polar Plunge presented by Lincoln Savings Bank on Sunday, October the 15th at Jordan Creek Town Center in West Des Moines. The Polar Plunge is a signature fundraiser for the Special Olympics and offers a unique opportunity for individuals and organizations to raise money and support Special Olympic Iowa athletes by jumping into the frigid waters. All you have to do to take the plunge is raise $75 and register for the event online at soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. You can register individually or as a team. Last year, the West Des Moines Polar Plunge raised over $55,000 for Special Olympics Iowa. All the proceeds go back to the over 14,000 athletes in Iowa and fund the Special Olympics programs that they participate in. The Polar Plunge will start at noon on October the 15th with a post-party to follow. There's still plenty of time to sign up, so head over now to soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Mr. Executive, don't wait any longer. Learn more about hair replacement and what options you have. Give them a call, 274-4049, or go online, mrexecutive.com, mrexecutive.com. Paul Allen is the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings Bears hear the game here Monday night on 1700 KBGG. Hello, Paul Allen. How are you? Are you there, PA? No, he's not. Well, he's on hold, Trent. I can see him there. Can you try can you hear us, Paul? Very fishy, Trent. We'll try him again. We've had board issues because I know that we had a lot of uh uh, people calling during the break and texting and tweeting that uh, they cannot hear you. So maybe some uh, some gremlins going on in the studio. Paul Allen right now, Jason Symbol coming up. Uh, the Vikings and the Bears. Will Sam Bradford or won't Sam B- Bradford be ready to play on Monday? Apparently practice yesterday. So it's at least trending in the right direction uh, as far as will the Vikes have their QB on Monday night when they take uh, take over Soldier Field. Let's give another try, shall we? Uh, Polly, can you hear us now, Paul Allen? There you are. How are you? What's up, my man? <laughs> How's things with you? Hey, before we talk Vikings, let's um, you know, let's put an exclamation mark on that twin season. PA, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs. It was a heck of a game early, at least uh, this past Tuesday night. Uh, how big of a talker was the twin season down the stretch? And just the fact that they made it in uh, this year. Uh, it was big this week. It was big into and after the game. Uh, then the uh, future status of manager Paul Molitor had a little fire to it. But um, they, um, you know, now now fans want to see what's next. They, um, uh, they, a lot of these fans with these younger players, Kepler, Rosario, Buxton, Sano, uh, Barrios, and some of these guys, they got paid with a playoff game. Uh, but they want more because these guys can be high-enders. Now they want to get some pitching and see what's next. Yeah, I'm all for it. It's good for business, PA, when the local teams that surround us are good and the Twins were this year. All right, let's get to Vikings and Bears. Uh, I guess the big question that's lingering out there is the quarterback, Sam Bradford. I know you're on your way to practice. Apparently he was limited practice yesterday. So it looks as though, and correct me if I'm wrong, at least he's taking the necessary steps to maybe play on Monday night. Uh, is he close, do you think? Yeah, I think that's the deal. I'm not exactly sure, but um, if he's ready to go, they'll probably play him Monday. If the uh, if the mindset is let's lay off him another week because he is close and we don't want to mess it up and we think we can beat the Bears without Sam, I'm cool with that too uh, because a week from Sunday, Green Bay's at U.S. Bank Stadium, and uh, that is going to be a more tricky team to beat than the Chicago Bears. So if they wait, they wait. If they don't, here we go. P.A. on the other side, it'll be a rookie quarterback making his first career start. When you look at that, uh, Trubisky, Zimmer going up with that defense, got to feel like you're in good hands regardless of the quarterback position. Yeah, you would think that, Kenny, but we've won two of the last 16 in the state of Illinois. So, I mean, I've seen bad quarterbacks like Craig Hutchinson. 
I've seen good quarterbacks like Jay Cutler. It doesn't matter what we see there. Somehow it gets messed up. Uh, Trubisky has a good arm, has a strong upper body. I think they're going to move the pocket with him. But make no mistake, Kenny Miller, the A topic with these Bears is running back Jordan Howard. He's good. He went for, he went for 337 total against us last year, and, and he's a handful. He's going to be very difficult to stop. And PA, what is the key to stopping him? Containing him in are, uh, the defense? Your the defensive end's going to have to play a major, major role. Or did he beat your tackles last year? He had a uh, he had a sixty nine yard run at Soldier Field, which put him over a hundred. Uh, right up the middle, he put Chad Greenway on a bad angle. He put Harrison Smith on a bad angle. Then we had a replacement safety rookie, J. Ron Curse, uh, who had no idea what he was doing. And there goes <laughs> and there goes uh, there goes Howard. Uh, so he, he's big and he's fast, and you got to hit him with multiple guys, and you can't miss tackles. Now, in that Lions game, Kenny, we missed more tackles than we had missed in the first three games of the season. Mm-hmm. So obviously that needs to change a little bit. Yeah, Kendricks was the guy that, to me, P.A., that, uh, that, that, you know, he's, he's really good, don't get me wrong, but it seemed like he left some plays on the field last week. I noticed him in particular with some missed tackles. Yeah, especially out on the edge. And, um, you know, it, um, it permitted Amir Abdullah to probably have 50 more yards than he should have had. This run defense is giving up 70 and change a game, and it, it's top five in the NFL. So the, the run defense at the, at the uh, opening quarter has, has been reliable. It's really going to get tested Monday night. P.A. Trent here, uh, jumping over to the offensive side again. Michael Floyd comes off his four-game suspension. Uh, what are the expectations for him? What kind of role is there for Floyd? Um, I want Floyd to be targeted a fair amount, not as much as Diggs and Thielen. But, you know, I, I don't want whichever quarterback plays to forget about Michael Floyd because he hasn't been around. Um, I, I think Michael can help this team in the short and intermediate game. Now, you know, without Dalvin Cook, um, I would like to see the, the Vikings pass more, uh, whether it's Bradford or Keenum. I think you uh, can put these quarterbacks on five- and seven-step drops with this revamped offensive line and do some damage down the field. And, and I would like Michael to be part of that. Hmm. Stephen Ridley, uh, PA, was in the Broncos camp. I thought he was going to make the team, and there are a lot of people that follow the team on an everyday basis that felt the same way. He seemed to be a uh, a fallback should Jamal Charles's knee not have been healed. So he had a really good camp. He's in now. Cook is out. Uh, McKinnon is questionable. Will Ridley be called upon to play Monday night uh, this quick, or will he probably be somewhere you'll see down the road? If Jarek doesn't play, he'll be in uniform. Um, Steven, Steven's skill set fits this offense. They, the entire offseason, Kenny, they, um, they worked on kind of a perimeter running game with a lot of offensive linemen blocking left and right, not necessarily north and south, and it was predicated on the way Dalvin Cook plays. Ridley plays that way. Steven is not a between-the-tackles guy, catches it a little bit. Latavius Murray is a between-the-tackles guy. And with Reef um, into uh, into the left guard, then Pat Elfline, Joe Berger, Mike Remmers, and so on. Um, I don't necessarily know if this is a Matthew straight ahead kind of running attack. So I'm very curious to see how this whole thing works out. PA, it feels like with the Monday night game with the Bears, you got Baltimore coming up after that Green Bay game in Cleveland. This is a time that they got to make a push. The schedule gets more difficult, a lot more road games uh, coming up after the bye week. I, I know the team doesn't look at it as a big-picture kind of thing, but these next four weeks, are they going to determine if the Vikings really are contenders this year? 
Uh, we should have beaten Detroit. Uh, despite the Dalvin Cook situation, honestly, when you put Matthew Stafford on his worst game since 2015, you have six sacks, should have had two or three picks. You know, your quarterback doesn't get sacked a ton. you got to win that game. Uh, so we gave one to Detroit. It's very frustrating. Um, I think the Vikings win Monday night. I understand what you're saying. You know, but, but really, I mean, Carolina at Carolina, Cam Newton has never come close to beating Mike Zimmer. Uh, when when the Vikings were bad or the Vikings were good or mediocre, so you know I don't I don't necessarily look as far ahead in the schedule as you do uh, because I am a firm believer of the it's not who you play it's when you play them. Uh, the Vikings need to win on Monday night uh, because they are better than the Bears. Pa, last thing for you, uh, it, it seems as though when when uh, Keenum got the got the notice that he was going to be the guy, right? He was he was inserted kind of last minute against the Steelers. They He knew in advance he was going to play against the Buccaneers. He knew in advance he was going to play against the Lions. Remember last week you saying that that was uh, something that really helped him. When do you think, will they give Keenum as much notice as possible if he's playing, or might this come down to a last-minute situation as far as Sam's availability? No, they won't do that again. Um, they, you know, the, the Friday practice is tomorrow. So they'll they'll have a two, they'll have a ninety minute practice and walk through the first fifteen plays tomorrow. By the end of that, they will know who their quarterback is. They they will not take it up to Monday night at about four thirty five o'clock on Monday afternoon, not knowing who their quarterback's going to be. They'll never do that again. Good stuff. Thank you, Paulie. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. See ya. See ya, Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings. Mr. Executive uh, sponsors Paul Allen. Again, don't wait any longer. If you've been thinking about hair replacement. Find out what options you have, Mr. Executive. Go online, mrexecutive.com, mrexecutive.com, or call them, 274-4049, mister executivecom Let's go to Vegas, shall we? Jason Symbol, CG Technology. Jason, uh, before we get uh, you know inside the numbers a little bit, let's kind of take a look at Vegas' week, which has unfortunately been in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. Um, what, what's, what's, it, what's it like living in that city this past week, Jason? I mean, it's obviously been crazy, very, very sad. Um, I really, you know, I've been speechless for days. It's hard to even, like, put to words what's been going on, but everybody's kind of rallied together. Uh, I was on the Strip uh, Wednesday and a little bit yesterday, and, you know, everybody's kind of business as usual. Um, so, you know, just the healing process going on. And that was right across. It was it was on Las Vegas Boulevard, but across the street, right, the concerts. I, I, I'm having trouble picturing what was there before. It was always pretty much a vacant lot, um, so I don't know if you've stay, ever stayed at like uh, at the if you know where the MGM Grand is. Yeah. If you were to walk out of the main entrance of the MGM Grand, that road is called Tropicana. It's like yeah. across the street from that, so it's uh, it's kind of cornered uh, cornered over there by all those properties. And the Tropicana's got to be close by, correct? Tropicana is right by it. In fact, um, I actually went to that concert last year. Uh, I didn't go this year, but I did go last year, and I parked at the Tropicana and walked over. It's about a five-minute walk. Mm, good stuff. All right, well, uh, glad that everybody at CG uh, got through just an awful, awful incident. Polly, let's, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's move on. Jason Symbol, CG Technology. Uh, Jason, last night, uh, it looked as though Tampa was home free, I thought. So let's go back uh, two full. Let's go Monday Night Football when the Chiefs had a miraculous cover. And I have to think that the way the game ended up last night, you guys probably needed Tampa 
And once the score is 16 to 14 with a couple of minutes left, knowing you got to feel, be feeling pretty good that Tampa's going to be the side uh, that the game falls on. Monday night into Thursday, guessing the betters feel pretty good that they got the breaks that they did and not the books. I'll tell you, not only did we not get the breaks, it's been really, really bad. I mean, I don't, I honestly don't remember two bad beats this, uh, you know, this close together on big games, and I'll get through it and explain it here. So, Chiefs Redskins, obviously, we needed Washington big, as did every book. Uh, they were a seven point underdog, and they were the right side the entire night. In fact, the Chiefs had a better chance of losing that game than covering for 59 minutes and 50 seconds, right? Yeah. Um, and what ended up happening, obviously, we know the fumble at the end of the game, and, you know, on the lateral play, you know, Justin Houston runs it in, Chiefs cover. That represented about a $350,000 swing for our sports books alone, let alone what it would do to the rest of the state. So you're looking well into seven figures, sports books losing money uh, versus winning money. Now go to last night, there was an interesting line move because of the Gronk situation. So Tampa Bay was a five-and-a-half-point underdog pretty much the entire game. Uh, I'm sorry, pretty much the entire week leading up to the game. Uh, we actually took a lot of bets from some big customers on Tampa Bay plus five-and-a-half. Fast forward, Gronk now injured. Line moves because Gronk's a big deal. So the line now is three and a half, four, depending on where you look. And pretty much everybody that, that was betting at that point was laying the price with New England. So we had big bets plus five and a half, and we had a lot of bets minus four. Mm. So, of course, Patriots by five is the only result that we don't want. And that's what happened, and we ended up losing mm. everything. So it's been a very interesting two games for us at the sports books. Did you get middled by anybody? Any big hitters come in and try to middle that thing? We don't let we actually don't let people bet opposite sides. Oh. Um, so we we did get middled, but it wasn't by the same person. Sure, <laughs> that's a blow. Uh, Jason, there's a rumor around. And I, actually, I'm putting this or, or letting you know this because I, I just want to you know kind of take a peek behind the curtain, right? It, Jacob Park, Iowa State's quarterback. Um, his two replacements have never played. Uh, as you know, Oklahoma is like a four-touchdown favorite. Man, I think I'd CG had it yesterday at one point at 30. So if, if Jacob Park, if the rumors are true that he doesn't play, does that make make a difference at all when you're that big of a favorite, a quarterback for Iowa State that was in all likelihood going to get drummed anyways? Will you guys adjust on that on that information if indeed that rumor does uh, prove it to uh, prove to be correct? Well, it certainly does matter. I mean, obviously, when you're going from a starting quarterback, no matter how big the number is, the quarterback is the reason that the number is as you know as low or as high as it is for the most part. Uh, so, obviously, the starting quarterback matters. Uh, and with this particular case, we actually uh, Oklahoma actually started as a 28 point favorite. That got that all the way up to 31 at one point. It's actually 30 now. Uh, in circumstances like this, where there's some questionable activity. You know, a bigger example of a game that's going to do more action is what's going on with Mariota and the uh, Titans, mm, right? Sure. You have some uncertainty with the quarterback position specifically. What we like to do is just really reduce the betting limits. I mean, we're not going to take any any big bets here. You know, we're, you're looking at five hundred to a thousand dollars maximum, and we'll let the market kind of settle until we get some concrete information, and then we'll open it back up again. So we are very very careful with situations like this. Well, uh, nationally, kind of an odd slate of games. I want to get your thoughts. Michigan, Michigan State, first night game in that series uh, being played out there in that venue. Rivalry games. What you guys do, because I know a lot of it is strictly just power numbers. Do you shade things at all? Rivalry games? Do you, do you look at it a little bit deeper when it's something like that? 
It's not so much the rivalry game. It's more of kind of the perception of the teams. And Michigan State, uh, you know, had a kind of a really, you know, people were really down on them at the beginning of the year, but they seem to be okay, you know, coming off uh, a nice win last week. Um, coming off a nice win last week, and, and we know Michigan's offense has struggled, but they're still Michigan. So that's kind of the story of, of how these lines come up with. Uh, Michigan is an 11-point favorite right now. Uh, we've actually had pretty good action on both sides. Uh, the one thing here to, to note is Michigan State actually opened as a 13-point underdog, so there has been early action on the Spartans. That 13 number was probably a little too high, but look, Michigan's still a double-digit favorite. Mm. Uh, who do you guys uh, have a rooting interest tomorrow, Jason, or who does it look like college-wise you'll have a rooting interest in at this point? Well, we're going to need – whoever's playing Alabama, obviously, <laughs> that is always the case. Uh, Alabama, you know, just beating up everybody. Uh, Texas, they have Texas A&M this week. And, you know, the number is a bit big. I mean, Alabama's in Texas A&M, and the number's 26 and a half. Just think about how big the gap is between, you know, this is a 4-1 and one Texas A&M team here. We're not talking about, you know, Vanderbilt, right? This is, this is just an amazing, amazing line, but we're going to need them. Uh, it also looks like, you know, there's some other games that are shaping up to be pretty big decisions. Uh, not surprisingly, um, a lot of uh, kind of mismatched games um, that, that stand out to me. Uh, Maryland-Ohio State is another one. Um, big number, but people love betting Ohio State. Plus minus the 31. Kind of as you mentioned, there's not a ton of great, great matchups, just a, a few decent ones. Um, you know, I think one of the better matchups that stands out to me is Oregon against Washington State. You know, Washington State coming off the huge win at home against USC on the Friday night. A lot of people watching that game. But Oregon, surprisingly pretty good this year. Um, you know, Washington State, a minus two and a half point favorite on the road. So uh, over to the NFL. Early slate, there's just some absolute dogs in there. But Carolina, Detroit. Pretty intriguing. Seems simple. Two pretty good teams. Basically a pick em, home field, three points that way. But I see you guys have moved it down to two, two and a half. A uh, little blind movement there. People just buying into Cam and company after what they did in New England last week? Yeah, Cam had a good performance and, and against uh, against the Pats last week. Uh, this game's actually pretty interesting because the, the, the reason why that line is at two, which is where it is now, as you had mentioned, Trent, is Carolina actually got a lot of money plus three. Um, and we actually had to move the line down. And at one point, uh, Carolina was only a one-and-a-half-point dog. But then people bet Detroit minus the one-and-a-half, which is why it settled at two, and nobody's really played it at the two number. So I think two is the right price. So we had actually sharp action, plus three on the Panthers and minus one-and-a-half on the Lions. Monday night, Sam Bradford's practice, and we just had Paul Allen before you. Uh, it sounds as though he's closer to playing than not. If I had to try and you know listen between the lines, I know that your your limits are low right now. You're the only book, according to Vegas uh, Insider, that has a number out there on this game that you can actually you know uh, walk up to the counter and place a bet on this game. Is the two and a half uh, factoring Bradford playing at this point for you, Jason? Yes, and in fact, we just put this up. This we we haven't even taken a bet on this yet, so that's kind of hot off the presses. Um, this game is just up, and yes, you know, figure the Bears actually have, it's kind of the story of two teams, right? Bears at home and Bears on the road. The Bears at home have actually been a pretty solid team this year. We've seen them almost beat Atlanta, they beat Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Trubisky in his first start, but, you know, you figure that, you know, he might, typical rookie things, make a couple bad plays, you know, throwing across his body, you know, specifically holding on to the ball too long against the Vikings' good front, but you figure that, uh, you know, the Bears' offensive line is actually pretty good, so... It's a it's a question of um, really Bradford here. Um, you know, if Bradford is in and he's going to be playing well, you figure that the Vikings might move up to three. But Keenum's been okay. I mean, I know they lost last week, but you know, it was yeah, more because that? of 
fumbles, you know? Yep. Hey, last thing. We've got two minutes left. I've got two more quick questions for you. Two good baseball games yesterday. Two with um, the, the Red Sox. The Yankees are both playing. Cleveland. You know, these are these are marquee teams. I would think. Did the two baseball games combine to do more handle than the NFL game, Tampa New England? Uh, the two baseball games uh, did actually. Let's see. Let me do the math real quick in my head. Yesterday. So it looks as though it was. Uh, no, the NFL game did more than the two baseball games combined, although very close. All right, and then today, four baseball games. Uh, this pretty. This be a good day to spend in the in the book. I would think be a fun day. Um, you'll do. I would think decent amount of handle on four games today, right? Absolutely. I mean, look, this is my favorite time of year. I'm a baseball guy, so you get the baseball playoffs, hockey starting up. You got the NBA coming. And we're in the heart of NFL and college football season. I think these baseball games today are pretty good. But as a sports book, we're going to need a dog. There's four pretty sizable favorites, um, and we're going to need one of these underdogs to win to break up some of those parlays on all the favorites. Mm-hmm. Have you got your Golden Knight tickets? What's for, what's the first game you're going to? Golden Knights tickets, uh, I believe St. Louis comes to town. I don't remember if it's October 20th, 21st, something like that, but I'll be there for that one. Very exciting times with the Knights, first game ever tomorrow. Does, does the company have tickets? The company does not have tickets, Ken, but if you're ever in town, we can figure it out. Good stuff, pal. We'll talk to you down the road. Thank you, Jason. All right, guys. Good to talk to you. Jason Symbol, CG Technology, CG Technology, uh, Palazzo, the Venetian, the Tropicana. Uh, The Cosmo is a gem. uh, Boy, it's a beautiful race and sports book. Uh, Where else? Um, Hard Rock and headquartered out at the M, Silverton as well. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. uh, Are you surprised that the two baseball games? Yeah. Combined handle did not equal what they did in the NFL last night. No. What's King Trent? It's football. It is, isn't it? King football rules again. Now we'll come back. Bama Bob will be here inside college football. We go on a national basis. I'm going to pick Bama's brain on the Big 12 games. I got a couple. I like... Well, we'll do one on the other right. side. Right. Uh, and then uh, the 1 o'clock hour, Dylan Monts will kick things off. Ames Tribune, what's he hearing on Jacob Park? He'll have to wait till 1 o'clock. Dylan, hopefully, will have some information. Tom Caker will follow him. It's a Friday, a football one at that on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Six months ago, you didn't know what you'd be doing right now. Six months ago, it was cold and snow was still in the forecast. And while six months ago, this time of year wasn't on your radar, it was on ours. Because six months ago, the finest German brewers began brewing some of the best beers in the world. Beer whose recipe hasn't changed in more than a thousand years. Yes, six months ago in Germany, brewers were preparing the beer for the best season of the year. Autumn. Harvest, Oktoberfest. And what better place to enjoy the world's finest Oktoberfest beers than Hessen House? Hard to find beers in limited supply from Eyinger, Weinstefaner, and more. After all, you'd expect a place that has the world's largest selection of German beers in the world would be the best place to celebrate the Oktoberfest season. So join us and raise a liter of some of the best German beers in the world. Beers that you'll only find. At the Hessen House, 4th and Court, Des Moines. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. 
call term provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-383-2104. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-383-2104. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-383-2104. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call term provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-383-2104. 800-383-2104. This Columbus Day weekend, it's Cole's Friends and Family Sale. Take an extra 20% off and get women's denim for just $15.99. Boots only $35.99. And the big one bath towel, just $2.99. Plus, get the lowest prices of the season on Levi's. You'll get Kohl's cash, too. Earn it on everything, spend it on anything. Thursday through Monday at Kohl's. Select styles, 20% off or valid October 5th through 9th with promo code FRIENDS20. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. We've reached it. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented Boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Prices and participation vary. Valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Join us for an evening of celebration, reflection, and commitment at Wildwood Hills Ranch Wild About the Child Banquet. Hear inspiring stories how Wildwood Hills Ranch has impacted the lives of Iowa's youth from its beginning and learn how you can be a part of its amazing history. The event is at the Holiday Inn, Jordan Creek, on Sunday, October the 29th from 6 until 8. Event info and registration can be found on their website, wildwoodhillsranch.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2. 1 o'clock hour, Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune will be here. Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. We'll take a look at Packers, Cowboys with Dave Sinek and the head cheese. And Chiefs, Texans with Nick Athen, who has covered the Chiefs for more than a decade. Uh, Bama Bob coming up real quick. Trent, you and I were talking off here. Yeah. I'm not trying to give you a little hint as to which way my picks are going. Sure. Those at 150. And I know you're on, everybody out there is on the edge of their seat for those. Easy to fade this year. Maryland's 31 point favorite over Ohio State. It's a hefty number for a team that looks competent. They I'm do. talking about Rutgers of no. 2016 here. A competent Maryland team. They've got some guys. Beat Minnesota on the road. Beat Texas nice on the win road. over Minnesota on the road. I understand. They've lost a bunch of quarterbacks. But DJ Durkin. He's getting it done, isn't he? That's the name Tennessee. If they swing mm, and miss mm, mm. after the champion of life gets fired, Butch Jones. And he will. And he will. Yeah. That's a direction down the list a little way, maybe to look at. Yeah. Big Ten job, Maryland, wrong division. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Bama Bob joins us. Uh, Bama, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. You know, I'm going to start with TCU West Virginia, but let me follow up. <laughs> let me ask you. Uh, Maryland's a 31-point dog, Bama. That's too many points. Yeah, I, I agree, Ken. I don't <laughs> – I don't understand the line. Uh, I, I know the game. I believe the game's in Columbus. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, that's <laughs> – I, I guess everybody – I was watching after they beat Rutgers last week, and they're like, oh, J.T. Barrett's starting to figure things out. It's Rutgers, people. <laughs> right, slow down. Come on. It's just Yeah, well, let's pump the brakes a little bit on this. Um, look, Ohio State, clearly the more talented team, but – that's a big line. I mean, if you if you made me put money on it, I would certainly uh, take those points. Um, but you're right. The, the the Maryland quarterback is gone. Played well. Uh, I mean, you know, it's I, I don't know. I I don't understand the line. It's just got to be reputation. Maybe they're trying to get you to take Maryland, but you know, usually they're right on these things. So I mean, it could be forty four to ten tomorrow, and all of a sudden, you know, they look like a genius. But I, I don't think Ohio State. I'm not buying in on Ohio State until they play Penn State and, and Michigan and teams like that that can really punch them back. I'm with you. Bama, I want to start in the Big 12. I really like this game tomorrow. And I like the way it falls in the uh, uh, on the day part. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. It's West Virginia, who's 3-1, and one, taking on a TCU team who I think really opened some eyes uh, with their win over Oklahoma State. Maybe Oklahoma State's not quite as good because Texas Tech uh, you know, gave them a tussle last week as well. West yeah. Virginia, TCU, Bama, I'm not saying it's flying under the radar because it's not the best week of marquee games. This one deserves some conversation. West Virginia at TCU, Patterson's bunch is unbeaten so far. Yeah, and they've got two good road wins, you know, at Arkansas, and then you mentioned the game in Stillwater. And, you know, what's interesting, Ken, is both of these teams are led by quarterbacks who used to play in the SEC, yeah. who I bet both teams will love to have back right about now. That's very true. Uh, and, you know, Greer and, and, and Hill. So, um, you know, look, TCU, we know what they're at. They're, they're able to – Patterson has adjusted well. I mean, it used to be they'd win games, you know, 14-6, to 17-10, whatever. They still, as you can, as we saw in the Oklahoma State game, he can, he's still as good as anybody at designing a defense to, to, to stop, especially in that conference. I think he's as good as anybody there is in that conference. 
uh, at designing defenses to slow down high-powered offenses. And now he's kind of balanced that a little bit. Uh, they've got a little bit of a running game. They've got uh, a, a quarterback who's playing at a high level. Home game. I, I'm with you. I like TCU. I don't know that I like them 13 points, which is the last line that I saw. It is, yep. I think this game could be a little bit closer. I, I like Will Greer. I, I, you know, listen, they lost against Virginia Tech to open the season. Um, the two quarterbacks, I think, have got a combined 22 touchdowns and six picks. Tells you they're playing pretty well. Uh, more of a must-win, I think, or, or important win, I guess, um, for West Virginia because they still have Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas left on the schedule, whereas TCU obviously has already played Oklahoma State. But uh, I'm with you. This, this, I think this is a fun one. You know, it's a 2:30 game. Normally, you would think, oh my goodness, who cares? You know, Florida, LSU. Well. You know, to me, this is clearly the better game tomorrow uh, at that time slot, especially with so many. You look at the schedule, Ken, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 12 all played 11. I mean, so by, you know, by the time this game kicks off, you know, a lot of the top-ranked teams will be finished. So uh, what are the top-ranked teams also playing in that slot? Miami, Florida State. So it's a right of fall every year. Is the U back? And then we answer, no, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> is the U back? Before you get to see him against FSU, are you buying this hurricane team? I'm buying it in, in this game tomorrow. Uh, they're favored on the road in Tallahassee. I don't know when the last time that would have happened. Um, you know, listen, both these teams have had such choppy seasons. They open, we all know what happened with Florida State. They open with a, the loss at Alabama. They lose their quarterback. Uh, both teams played a game and then were off for two weeks. So this is really, uh, they've only played three. Most teams have played five. Um, so they're a couple weeks behind everybody else. You know, look, Florida State is really, really struggling uh, to find a replacement for Francois. Blackman just, I mean, he's got a QBR rating of about 31. Uh, not that Miami is setting the world on fire. They did have a nice win at Duke. Uh, I don't know, how, you know, Duke was playing well, but still you would expect the Miami team to go in there and win, and they did. Um, you know, I, I just... I'm not buying Miami as a contender yet in the ACC. I'll put it that way because it looks like the two teams may be emerging out of there. Played last, uh, you know, or NC State and Clemson after what NC State did last night. But I'm buying Miami in this game tomorrow just because I don't know. Jimbo Fisher <clears throat> is an excellent coach. We've talked about it before. I just think Kenny's favorite expression: if you have a quarterback, you got a chance. Florida State doesn't really have one. They've got a young guy who they're trying to, uh, you know, get some reps, and you know they 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 lost the game against NC State. They you know barely beat Wake Forest last week. So I think Miami is better than both of those teams. So I'm taking I'm buying Miami tomorrow, but I'm not buying that they're back yet until I see them beat one of the real heavyweights. And I guess that would be either Clemson or or you know maybe now. Um, you know, NC State. Yeah, how about NC State? We were trending there before the show started. We're actually looking oh. up the game, uh, the day that those two teams will play. That's LSU Alabama Day, Bama. That's the first Saturday in November, a day that usually, oh. you know, that's the game that's first and foremost on everybody's list. Not this year. I think Clemson and NC State might yeah, be. That could game. be an ABC game. It Ken. might I'm, be. Uh, you don't know. If NC State keeps winning, I don't know what else is on. Like you mentioned, I don't know that, you know, LSU-Alabama may get flipped to primetime depending on what happens, uh, although that seems to be a program in a bit of a crisis right now. I'll so, say. Um, but, yeah, that, that could be for, you know, 
for all the marbles, really, in that division, the ACC. No doubt about it. Bama, uh, and I didn't know this. Trent tell, uh, taught me something or told me something I didn't know. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, never been played under the lights before. They will do so uh, tomorrow night, ABC, speaking of which. So I guess it's probably a 640 kick. Michigan's got a defense. Uh, John O'Corn's getting the start. He came in in relief against Indiana. He looked better than Wilton Spike, who I was buying into, but I was wrong. Yep. Uh, O'Corn, I think, is a better player. Michigan State, uh, Lewerke is a work in progress. Uh, he's just a sophomore, but I thought he stood out at times against Iowa last week. Uh, and I think Michigan State has found their quarterback for the next couple of years. It's a rivalry game, Bama. Last time the game was played at Ann Arbor, that unbelievable finish, as you recall. Yep, uh, I do. Uh, talk about the Big 12, the Big 10, maybe their marquee tilt tomorrow, Wisconsin and Nebraska can get some eyeballs, but Michigan, Michigan State, same way. Uh, let's talk about the Sparty Wolverine match. Yeah, I think it was a tough spot for, for Michigan State. I mean, you know, it, we saw them play against Notre Dame. Um, played okay, not not great. You're right. O'Corn, to me, is kind of the wild card in this. You know, State was the guy starting out. Uh, he gets hurt, I think, in the Purdue game. And, you know, now it's O'Corn's team. Uh, Michigan, I believe, coming off a of bye week. Not mistaken, that's going to help them. Um, you know, look, the thing I like, you mentioned in the work, you, I mean, you know, you saw him a little bit against Notre Dame. Uh, I saw him a little bit against Iowa. The, the thing that you don't like, if you look at it, is he's been sacked almost, you know, seven, eight times in a few games. And, and one thing Michigan can do, as we know, is play defense. I just don't know how Michigan State's going to score is the bottom line. We've talked about it all year, uh, What that Michigan's defense, having replaced just about every all but one starter has looked as good or, or better than they did last year. They were pretty good last year, so I, I just don't know where the points are going to come from from Michigan State and and Michigan coming off a bye. I think they're favored by about ten at home. The last line I saw, I'd be willing to almost lay those points. Uh, the game could get a little. You look at the forecast. Uh, there's some rain expected maybe to start during the game. I don't know if that'll have an effect at all. Uh, if for either team trying to throw it, who neither one of them really throws it tremendously. But um, I like Michigan in this one. I, I like them to really cover that ten. Uh, I love a night game uh, in Ann Arbor. They, you know, I think that just started really in the last what five or six years. I remember that first game Notre Dame played down under the lights it was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep, great, what a great spectacle that is. That might have been the That's, last time those two schools played. Maybe before they put it on hiatus, could that have been I the think case? I think you're right. I, I really, so. I think, if, I think that is correct. Uh, I just remember, that, and it was a great game. I just remember that game being under the lights, and and for the first time at Michigan Stadium, a night game. And you look at that scene, just all lit up, and man, that was, uh, you know, it was something else. And and but yeah, I, I I'm with, I'm taking the Wolverines on this one. I've if I had to, and I'd lay the points. Uh, like I said, I just don't know where the points are going to come from against that Michigan defense for the Spartans. Bama, always a fun cross-division rivalry, LSU-Florida, when they get together. There's something about the uniforms, the combinations. It looks good. We just got a minute left here on this one. But uh, the bad blood created last week, does that ratchet, or last year, excuse me, does that ratchet up this game even more? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, listen, LSU, you would think people in Louisiana would be a little sensitive to hurricanes, okay? But... Uh, you know, basically what happened is they forced Florida to play that game in Baton Rouge last yeah. year because they weren't willing to give up a home date later in the season, uh, you know, having to pay, I don't know who it was, South Alabama or somebody, they had to pay a buyout, and then, you know, they would have given up the gate. So they basically, the, the conference stepped in and said, look, 
Uh, you know, whoever doesn't, if you don't play this game, either one of you is eligible for the championship game, which affected Florida, obviously, more than LSU. So, irony is Florida goes in and wins the game, uh, and now LSU's got to go to Florida two years in a row. But LSU's just really, in, they're in turmoil right now, guys. I mean, we saw them get blown out against Mississippi State, soft win at home against Syracuse, got stomped, really, even though the, the final margin they made it close in the end against Troy. Now, listen, Troy's a decent Sunbelt team. They would probably handle the bottom third of most Power Five conferences, but they shouldn't be able to go into Baton Rouge and push LSU around. And it's all coming back on Orgeron. I thought at the time it was an emotional hire. Uh, I still think that you know he did. They did go six and two with him last year. He just wanted it so much that they gave in, and now they're stuck with him. It cost him about twelve million dollars to get rid of him. That's not going to happen. He doesn't have a quarterback that's really very good. Um, We'll find out a lot about LSU, what kind of fight they have, and where they're at as a team, because this is a tough spot for them tomorrow. National TV, CBS game, you know, everything going against them. Are they going to come in? They're going to play well. They're going to rally around it, or is this going to be one of those games that gets away from them? Because I thought the Mississippi State game, where they had a couple of calls questionable, go against them, take some touchdowns back, points off the board, and they just faded. I mean, they just wilted, didn't put up much of a fight, and. They haven't put up much of a fight at home the last two games. And, you know, Florida's looking for something. Uh, and they're looking for something to, you know, as a cure. And this could be it for them if, if LSU isn't there to, you know, doesn't come to play tomorrow. Bam, we got 10 seconds left. I want to get this in real quick. I've been meaning to ask you. Nestler Danielson. I mean, we both miss Vern, but it hasn't been a, it hasn't been an awful transition. This hasn't been bad at CBS, Bama. 10 seconds. It hasn't, and, and, you know, listen, it helps when you get a Hail Mary at the end of the game in Florida, Tennessee. Yeah, it's a good um, point. You know, when you're, getting, when you're getting some big plays and some exciting plays. But, yeah, listen, we all agree we love Vern, but I think we all kind of also agree that it was time. Yep. Um, and, and Nessler is he's, – he's it, it takes a while to get used to it, but um, so far so good. Good stuff, Bama. We'll recap on Monday. Thank you, Bama Bob. All right, guys, look forward to it. Take care. Yep, take care. Bama Bob, talking college football with us. Trent, uh, are you okay with the, the Nestler-Danielson pairing? It's They're not good. bad. They're good. Right? Nestler's a pro. I agree. He's really good. I enjoy him, just has one of those voices. You like Romo. We like the way he yes. explains the game. And you know what? He took some shots at some players he last did. night, and I love that about him. He did. He was going after some people. Uh, Nate Solder, and then uh, was one, and there was another one right after that. But, yeah, I'm glad he did. But I have a, a different... Radio voice. It's not a. I've been told that many times. You have. Before. That's why you didn't get the job at KXNO. Exactly. To, to, to I'm not professional told. enough. I was That's, told. Yeah. Who's your voice? Absolutely. But uh, there's something about Romo's voice that is. It's a little different. It is different. I, different. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, we will get right back into football. Dylan Montz on Iowa State. Tom Cakert on Iowa. They will lead off the uh, one o'clock hour. It's next on the Ken Miller Show. Seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. EBC Tonight, Once Upon a Time Returns, on its new night, Fridays. Are you Henry Mills? Your family needs you. The legend of good versus evil is reborn. With new worlds, new characters. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Cinderella? As a new book opens. Where are we going? To live our story. The season premiere of Once Upon a Time. Tonight at 7, followed by Marvel's Inhumans and Local 5 News at 10. And then, it's time for Friday Night Blitz. There's a packed house in Monroe tonight. Another great night for football. Sports director John Schaefer and the Local 5 sports team break down the matchups. Telling your stories on and off the football field. Forcing the fumble Mustangs all over it. Highlighting action and bringing you interactive analysis of over 15 high school games. Hashtag Local 5 Blitz. Or use our Snapchat filter to join the conversation on Friday Night Blitz. Tonight at 1035 on Local 5. What if hiring could be easier? With more qualified candidates and faster results. What if hiring could be smarter? Thanks to ZipRecruiter, it can be. With one click, post your job to over 100 top job boards. Then, their smart technology notifies the most qualified candidates to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash build. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash build. This is Hal's Yard as Halloween approaches. And summer's harsh heat has turned his lawn into a virtual cemetery. But Hal knows fall is the best time to feed his lawn and repair those scary thin brown patches. So he reaches for Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. It feeds and replenishes nutrients. Roots grow deeper and stronger. So next spring, Hal's grass grows thicker and greener. Guaranteed. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a bag of Scott's Winter Guard today. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and...